Who teaches his children about geekery? Mark's Mess Podcast! With children who say, where's my fiver and me? Mark's Mess Podcast! Thanks for downloading, so here's what you get. Mark's Mess Podcast! We're looking at S in the geek alphabet. Mark's Mess Podcast! Mark's Mess Podcast! Mark's Mess Podcast! Mark's Mess Podcast! Mark's Mess Podcast. I'm Mark Adams and welcome to episode 23 of Mark's Mess Podcasts, where with my daughters Charlotte and Catherine, we look at the world of geekery using the alphabet as our guide. Uh, this month it is the letter S. If you would like to contact us, you can by email at mymarksmessagemail.com On Twitter at marksmesspodcast without the T Our webpage marksmesspodcast.blogspot.com and our Facebook page marksmesspodcast You're saying that as if you don't really know (laughs) Last month we had quite an eventful month because we had our Christmas Christmas podcast. Did you enjoy doing it? Yeah. Yeah Did you say no? Yo! Yo! And it was really good to have so many people join us. Every single one of them, when I asked, they said, yes, that was a high five down the microphone, all of you lovely people. But thank you very much. Uh, It's quite interesting. I I learned a lot by doing it. And there's a few things I might do differently. Well, Mm. in direction, because I didn't give very good direction to the people who... Stage directions that you would usually have. Yeah, like but Darth Vader goes to the left and then sits down. Tom Hanks, who plays Woody in the Toy Story movies, he was doing an interview and he was talking about how when you when you're doing a, an animated character, a voice of an animated character, what they do is they put you in the booth by yourself with all your lines, and you'll have to say your lines twenty times or thirty times with yeah, different so- inflections on each. Some like studios, I know Ardman, is it do it? Mm-hmm. They actually dress up the people who are doing it and make them act out first and right. then voice it. Some of you people out there got off lightly. I that would be a good idea. So it's like, um, it, like when they're saying I might do it, like I might do it, I might do it, I might do it, I might do it. Do it, saying it happily, saying it scared. I might do it. I might do it. So that that type of thing. I might. Which I would feel really bad if I got all of our fine thespians to do for the last podcast. But they did a fantastic job and it was so easy editing because they all did. They, they all made it so much easier for me. I know, I made it so much easier. You don't need to thank me. Also, last month, the beginning of last month was Charlotte's birthday. And did you have a good birthday? Oh, I. And why? you did. Wait, 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 I need to translate that. Yes. Did a treasure hunt around the town, got lost. <laughs> I went the complete wrong direction. Yeah. I got hot chocolate and pizza. Yes, got Ooh. hot chocolate and pizza. And you also got some stuff, some geeky stuff that you're going to talk about later on because it fits in with the S. Yes. And we are, we've had Christmas. Did you get any geeky things at Christmas? <laughs> right, I got a couple of comic book things. I got, oh, it's over here. I got the Marvel Comics of the 80s book, which goes through several comics which sort of make the the 80s. Are you okay? I got um, a a couple of DVDs. I finally got to see Logan, which is quite violent. 
but it's quite violent. So you might enjoy it. And Star Wars Rebels, season Rebels. three. So finally getting to see that. Rebels. I know season four is on at the moment. Not Rebels, Rebels. <laughs> Can we talk about geeky stuff we got? Yeah. So I got, wait, it's drawing kind Yeah. I got a drawing book. And, Hooray! And you're quite into your manga drawing. You got a how like to draw. kind of. You got a how to draw manga yeah. book. Well, I practiced some of the eyes. Yeah, you're very big into your eyes. Why is eyes? Charlotte, what did you get? I got a Harry Potter dress and gown. Which is quite good and it's quite cosy. Fluffy. It's fluffy. I got a unicorn one. Okay. And, and we got mermaid blankets. Ooh, aye. Aye. We also, Charlotte, you and I went to see the Star Wars The Last Jedi. Why? Right. No spoilers. We won't do anything at the end of the program because lots of other smarter people have talked about it. But did you enjoy it? Yeah. I actually understood it this time. That's good. I thought it was a simpler plot. Which is uh, why I understood it. That's okay. I enjoyed it, and it was very entertaining. A couple of days later, we went to see uh, Paddington 2. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's, I remember what it was about. Oh, it was about a bear. Oh, yeah. It was about a bear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a bear walking around London. No, he's not just a bear. He's a bear from Peru. From darkest Peru. Darkest Peru. No deepest, darkest Peru. <laughs> no darkest Peru. Trust me, no. I I grew up watching the the animation. I think I grew up in Peru. <laughs> I grew up in Peru. I, yes. I grew up in deepest, darkest Peru. Peru. That's not it. <laughs> no, uh, that would. I mean, the one word that would cover that movie is charm. 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 It was, funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just so and good. Present. Complete contrast between that and Star Wars. What? Would you cut? How could you compare the two? One of them's for families. One of them's for geeky people. Well, That's not Star Wars is for families as well. No, please, <laughs> no. I also went to the cinema yesterday. Oh! What did you go and see in the cinema? The Greatest Showman. That's the Shh, Hugh Jackman, P.T. Barnum one. What Hugh Jackman? Yeah, and you. Other woman. I can't remember the name of her. It was Mary Jane, or sorry. Who was? Well, what, no, Mary Jane. She, no, she's not called M- Mary Jane. She's called MJ. But uh, no, her short. Her friends call her MJ, but she's not called Mary Jane. You're her I love the fact that you don't really know who Mary Jane is. I do. Who is she? She's Spider Man's girlfriend. She's human. I hope she. She used to be married to Spider Man. Now she was never married to Spider Man. How does that make sense? Exactly. Anyway, right? Yes. And- uh, no, uh, da, da, da. I, I watched Descendants 2. Oh, yes, you got I Descendants 2. I know. Too bad. You, you sort of got Descendants 2, which yeah. is a Disney one of the children of the Disney baddies. baddies. Did it, did. What was it like? It's good. It's, it's, it didn't have as much song as the first one, but that's, good. Yeah, that's slightly better, though, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. What one and the dog that talks. I got a dog's purpose. Which almost made me cry a lot because lots of dogs died in it. The same yeah, dog was... died. To be fair, there was lots of different bodies of dogs. Yeah. So it was lots of different dogs, but I'm not finished about um, the thing about Jiggy. The movie that I saw yesterday, what was it called? The Greatest Showman. Almost made me cry at one point. Was that the price going into the cinema? No. Okay. Oh, why? It's not that dear. Okay. No, well, no well it's no spoilers because it's still in the cinema. I don't want to go see it. It's really good. Right. Sad, apparently. And there's lots of singing in it. Okay. And I didn't know I didn't know Hugh Jackman could sing. I, he, start, he, goes, he started off as a singer. He was in productions like Oklahoma. 
was that? Before he got the Wolverine part. Oklahoma's a big musical. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Yes, folks, these looks and I can sing too. Um, we are going to talk about our S's. Later on, Charlotte is going to talk about one of her S's. Catherine has got an S of hers. They're going to give us different facts Mine's about better. that. But I want to start off with one of the cornerstones of geekery. When you think about S in uh, science fiction, you've got Star Wars, you've got Stargate, you've got all sorts of other things. But Star Trek's one we haven't really talked about, and you two haven't really watched before. So, Star Trek is a TV yeah. series that started in 1966. It's about a spaceship that is part of the United Federation of Planets, part of Starfleet, and would go about to different planets, learning new things, seeking out new adventures. It was set in the year 2254, which is how far in the future? 240-odd <laughs> years in the future. It involved Captain Kirk and his faithful Mr. Spock, the science officer, who is emotionless, and his very emotional uh, friend, Dr. Bones McCoy, as uh, sort of a trio of people that you follow, plus other people like Sulu and Chekhov and Uhura and Scotty, of course. Scotty was the engineer. Is he a dog? Guess, Guess what country he's from. Scotland. Yeah, well done. That lasted from 1966 to 69, and then in 1973, four years later, there was an animated series. Ooh. And it ran for maybe a year, and I didn't never saw much of that. I saw the original series on TV. It was re- rerun a lot of the time. Then came the movies from 1979. Uh, movies one to six of the franchise were about this crew about then going about seeking out new things. The first of the movies I didn't get to see in the cinema, but when I finally saw it on TV, it bored me a bit. It wasn't action-packed, but it was true science fiction. The second, third, and fourth movies, I saw uh, the third one in the cinema, and honestly, I still remember how breathtaking the Enterprise, the spaceship, was going across this huge screen. I'd never seen anything like it before. Have you been to the cinema before? <laughs> yes. I saw Superman in the cinema. Excuse me. Mm. Superman the movie. Was it good? It was good. But let's keep on Star Trek. The Next Generation came in 1987. Uh, possibly on the success of the movies. And it was a new generation set nearly 100 years in the future of the original series. It involved Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Jean. It took a while to take off. Uh, I think the storylines got better after the third or fourth series. The person who came up with the idea of Star Trek was Gene Rodenberry. You know, quite a remarkable man in himself. But he died sort of halfway through the next generation. So the very next series that came along, which while Next Generation was still on, was Deep Space Nine in 1993. It was set the same time as the next generation. uh, But it was set instead of going and searching out planets... It was set in a space station where planets would come to them or people from the planets would come to them. Pardon? That makes more sense than planets coming to them. Yeah, uh, unless it's ego. Wait, how'd you move a planet? Just like get tie rope around it and drag it? You don't remember that Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Who episode where they moved the planets? Mm-hmm. We'll have to watch that again. Deep Space Nine was quite good. It was darker because Gene Rodenberry wasn't on it that much, uh, wasn't involved with it because he had died, obviously, so he wasn't involved. From that also came Voyager. 
Forage was interesting because it was an exploration ship, but it was trapped in the far end of the galaxy and trying to get its way home at full warp. It would take 70 years, but they tried their best. And it took them from 1995 to 2001 to get home. So it was not that long. Not that long. The movies were still going on then. Movie 7 to 10 was based on the next generation. And those were a lot of fun. I really enjoyed them. After Voyager stopped, they had another series called Enterprise on a starship called the Enterprise, which was not the Kirk one, but set before that, 100 years before Captain Kirk and the original series. Uh, just the so first time they went in towards the stars in their own warp spar- starships. Well, how they traveled from star to star, because really with just rockets, it would take you thousands of years to get from one star Ooh. to another. Back so, Star Wars where they, hyperdri- I don't know, yeah, hyper- that. The hyperdrive? Yeah. Yeah, and different science fiction has different things. Enterprise stopped in 2005, and in 2009 they rebooted the movies, the original series movies. So it was still Kirk, Spock, and McCoy, and all the rest of them, but they were played by different actors who were younger and set oh, in the first that. days. I would hate that. Different actors. Well, they did quite well. They, they had to because... William Shatner, who plays Captain Kirk in the original series, he's in his 80s or even 90s at this time. They've made three of those movies, which, yeah, varying degrees of success. I think they're good fun. And now there's a new TV series called Star Trek Discovery. I think it's set sort of just before the original series started. It's in the middle of its first season. It's getting quite good reviews. Now, it's on Netflix, so we haven't got Netflix, so I haven't seen it. So I don't quite know what it's like, but everyone I've talked to seems to like it a lot. So what do you think of Star Trek? <laughs> Meh. It's kind of like olden days. See, that's that's the main problem. I think that's the thing I want to bring out of this. It's not so much to teach you about Star Trek, but it's to wonder how you feel about Star Trek. When I was your age, we had the original series, yep. the animated series, which I don't think I even knew existed at that stage. Yep. And by Charlotte's age, I had maybe two movies out. But now you have all this, the original series, animated series, you have got 13 movies, you've got The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise and Discovery. How on earth do you jump into it? Where do you start? At the very beginning. If you start at the very beginning, you've got 1960s TV series. Star Trek is very good. There's five reasons I've got for you, culturally, that you should watch Star Trek. I keep wanting to say Star Wars. But it seems really old. Well, some of it is really old, but set in the future. Because, like, they have, like, they have that type of filming and, like, hair and stuff. Well, don't Yeah, it it just, like, seems like it. I don't know. It was uh, made over 40 years before you were born. That's probably why. That's probably why. Okay. Reason number one. Before you were born. Before I was born, it was made. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, Next Generation, which came out, and I remember that watching the first season, it, it's over 30 years old now. Five reasons to watch it. Character development. It is not just about going around in a fancy spaceships and going pew, 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 pew. <gasps> That'd be a great movie. It's like pew, 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 But it's about characters developing. It's about following these same people and them developing over time, especially in the later series. You find the best science fiction is about who we are now and not who we are in the future. Second one is red shirts. What? 
Yeah. Remember when we watched Jurassic World over Christmas? And remember? Oh, yeah. Remember when they were in the cage with the dinosaur? Yeah, they and, know and they there, were. There, there was two guys who we'd never actually met, didn't know the names of. Yeah. And they got eaten. Yeah. They're red shirts. Red shirts are people in scenes who you know are going to die. Instinctively, you know they're the ones who aren't going to make it because you know oh, nothing about that them. that fat guy and the other guy. Yeah, so we would call them. Oh, yeah, fat guy and the other guy. No, we would call them. Red t-shirts. Red shirts. Oh. Red shirt. In the original series, the red shirts would go down on an away mission and we wouldn't yeah, know who they were. And when the shooting happened, they're the ones who got killed. <laughs> I'm talking about going down on away missions. Beaming technology. No. Telepo- laser beam. No, teleporting <gasps> from the ship down to the ground. Now, this had been done many times before in science fiction, but Star Trek made it, made it more popular. And it was done for a very simple reason. Cost. Didn't cost that much to film because it was a very simple visual effect and some glitter instead of filming a, a model spaceship going down to the Earth. If you get teleportation, can... Did they just use it to teleport to the kitchen to get like a burger or something? Because that's what I would do. Well, in Harry Potter, you can teleport by the when you're sixteen or eighteen, I think. Ooh. Teleport to, like, say you're going on holiday somewhere, you can't be bothered to spend like a couple of weeks trying to get there. You have to see. You have to be able to know what it looks like to teleport there. Oh. Oh, that's very Nightcrawler in the X Men. He has to be able to visualize Wait, it. So, like, you can visualize your friend's house just like. Turn up a door, like, hi, I'm here. Like, they're standing outside, and then you just teleport there, just like, hi, and they're just like, what? But it's been used many times after that. Imagine how boring a TV show would be if half of it was them traveling somewhere. Next one is how progressive some of the storylines are. Back in the 1960s in America, there was still segregation. What was segregation? People not being treated right. People wait, not being treated right. And wait, it, birds going over to warmer countries. No, that's to make <laughs> racial. Oh. <laughs> right. right. who, who wasn't treated right? The black people. Like, they had, like, the front half of the bus was for white people and the back half, half was for black people. And if there was too many white people, then they just moved the sign back and made the black people stand up. And they had, like, different bathrooms, like, black men, white men, black women, white women. And uh, what, while it was getting better... Well, well, to different schools, we're still segregated here in Northern Ireland. We've got Catholic schools and what might as well be Protestant schools. So the very first kiss between a black person and a white person was in Star Trek. And they got away with it because it was science fiction. And that progressed things on. And all the time they've been looking at, well, how we are now and saying, well, what can we say about that in the future? And they change it uh, all the time uh, because our society changes. But they've got the opportunity within science fiction to be progressive, to see things from a different way. When we talk about when they talk about aliens, maybe they're talking about how we treat each other, how we treat each other who are different. The last one isn't they funny haircuts? Is no, it's it's fun. It really is fun. You get when you get into the series. I remember watching Star Trek: Next Generation, Best of Both Worlds, Part One. The BBC had it up to the end of that series, and Best of Both Worlds, Part One, was it? The Borg had taken Captain Jean Luc Picard oh, and no. made him Lacutus of Borg, and he was on the screen going, "I am Lacutus of Borg." Oh, I thought you were going to say, I'm "I will father. assimilate you all." Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not maybe not quite those words. 
So the, but the BBC had made a deal. They got the next episode and were able to show it as well. And the excitement we had over that, I've had a friend who wanted to uh, buy the, the video cassette of that next episode a week before it came out, just because it was so exciting. And it is good fun. I, I really want to see Discovery because I've heard so many good things about it. I will watch the movies when they come out and I want a phaser. I want, uh, or something that would make the phaser sound. There you have it, Star Trek. And maybe you'll get into it, maybe you won't, but start wherever you want. We are going to take a break, and within this break, we are going to play the promo for Next Generation's First Generations with Patrick Delamore, who was one of our characters in the Christmas episode. So thanks very much to Patrick for that, and we will be back in just a moment. Are you ready for some Star Trek? Are you ready to smile? Let them entertain you tonight. Star Trek entertains you. Star Trek entertains you. Star Trek The Next Generation was my life as a kid. It was my everything. It was my friends, my drama, my relationship to how I should conduct myself. It was the escape from reality and all the good stories. Star Trek The Next Generation was a show that everybody I interacted with seriously as a kid knew. My parents knew this show. My teachers knew this show. My friends knew this show. Star Trek The Next Generation was truly a community to me. It ran from when I was five to when I was 12. Can you believe it's been 30 years Star Trek The Next Generation first aired? 30 years? No kidding. What a coincidence. You know, I got a great idea. What's that, Sasha? Why don't we release a watch-along episode with each concurrent release date of the anniversary of that episode? That would be amazing. We could talk about what the episodes mean to us, make a few jokes, and sing a few songs. Make sure to catch Sasha and Patrick's debut episode of Next Generation's First Generation on September 28th released on iTunes, Libsyn, or early release on Facebook on our page entitled Next Generation's First Generation Podcast or do the quick search of Next Gen First Gen. Or you could email us at nextgenfirstgenpod at gmail.com. What? Have you ever read uh, a Superman comic? Not in the last few hours. Oh, I was just checking, right? Just checking. Hey everyone, my name is Michael Bailey, and I have been a fan of Superman for as long as I can remember. In 1987, I started collecting the Superman comics as a going concern, which led me down a long and winding comic book-filled path to 2007 when I first started podcasting. Well, it's 2017, and because it's been 10 years since I started podcasting, and 30 years since I started reading Superman full-time, I thought it might be fun to start a new show called It All Comes Back to Superman. It All Comes Back to Superman will be my monthly reaffirmation of my Kryptonian faith, where I will pick out something about the Man of Steel and discuss it. Sometimes I'll be alone. Sometimes I'll have a guest. No matter how many people get involved, Superman will be the focus. It All Comes Back to Superman is part of the Fortress of Bailey Tube podcasting network. 
New episodes will drop on the 28th of every month. This show and all of the other programs that are part of the Fortress of Bailey Tude podcasting network can be found at www.fortressofbaileytude.com. Okay, we're back with our S episode. We've been through Star Trek. Now let's see what Charlotte is bringing to the whole thing. Charlotte, what is your S for this episode? My S is Supergirl. Right, what do you mean by that? I got the DVD series one for Christmas. Right, and have you? Did you watch it all? Yeah. And how long did it take you to watch it all? Um, let's just say I finished it by 2017. Am I? Birthdays at the start of December. You nearly finished it within a couple of days. She got it. Oh, I had to take it off you so you'd actually do some homework. Okay. (laughs) So let's give us five interesting facts about Supergirl. In the TV series, there's lots of different other characters from the DC world in it. Without giving too many spoilers, what's your favourite one that came into it? Flash. And she's also featured in the Flash series. She is. There's a big crossover between Flash. Arrow, Supergirl, and I've forgotten the name of the third one, but it's these people who go about, it's a team that go about different That's a great uh, name. Uh, po- That's points a great in time. Name. So, go, go on. What's the second fact? She doesn't appear as a teenage girl in it. She doesn't? She appears as about a uh, 20. 20 30 year old. Right, 20 or 30 year old. I don't know oh, I perspective of time at your age. I must be like a 35 year old to you. <laughs> 40, 50. <laughs> right. Uh, but she did arrive on Earth as a teenage girl, didn't she? Yes. Okay, a next. 13 year old. A 13 year old. So this is like 10 years later. Yeah. That's 23, uh, by the way. I did the maths. Only three people have played Supergirl in live action. And can you name them all? <laughs> no. <laughs> Person one, person two, person three. Right. Dur- uh, during the 70s and 80s, there was a movie series about Superman, Christopher Reeves, and that's the one I saw when I was young. And it was on yesterday, and I watched a bit of it. They also had a Supergirl movie, and that's one of them. In the early noughties, there was a TV show called Smallville, and a Supergirl came into that. What's the noughties? Uh, 2000 to 2010. Because oh. it's not... Yeah, so so this new one. Who who plays Supergirl? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait! I have Google at my fingertips. Melissa Bo- Benoist. Okay, I don't know if that's right or not, but actually, it's been four actresses who've played Supergirl. Four. Yeah. Has, has she been shown as a teenage girl? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but she wasn't Supergirl though. She was Kara Danvers then. Okay, that's me told off. That's a fair point. Okay, next. She was a member of the Red Lantern Corps. So many websites told me this, so I just assume it's right. Do you know what the Red Lantern Corps is? Another lantern. Another lantern. Yeah. Uh, They're a gang of anti-villains. Some websites told me. Or anti-heroes. The Green Lanterns are the ones that we know most of, and in my recent history so it's beyond me exactly why but there have been different coloured cor- corpse uh, blue and things like that red. green it, red is about anger okay so she must have been angry about something the ring uh, found her 
yes, rings do find different ones. Uh, I honestly am not up to date with Green Lantern and all those other different uh, colored Green Lantern or colored Lantern corpse, but it sounds interesting. She might be stronger than Superman. It's been proven in multiple times that she's stronger than Superman. Wow, I did not know that. I thought they'd be exactly the same. So, is there a reason why? I don't know, I just read off some website. Maybe because she's younger. Could be. Or because she grew up more on Kryptonite. On Krypton. Krypton. Yeah. Okay, next one. She grew up in a... And in the TV series, there's an apocalypse, kind of, and she is not affected by it because she's... um. A Krypton, but Superman's affected by it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because she's this... grew up a human. Oh. And she hasn't. She yeah. still, she remembers Krypton, but he doesn't know anything about Krypton, apart from his sort Fortress of Solitude stuff. But okay. he's only told that. Okay, so when you say Apocalypse, you do not mean the character Apocalypse, you mean something bad. Yeah. Don't okay, just to be absolutely clear. She has multiple super pets. A horse... Which was her first boyfriend as well, because he turned into a human. What, what? 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 I don't know. The horse became human, and she went out with him. I don't know. That's just weird. weird. And the cat. What's the cat called? I don't know. I don't. Streaky. Okay. Streaky the super cat. Steve. No, Streaky. That's just the way I said Streaky. Burger. Uh, right, is that it? Yes. Right. Would you like to see the pets come into the TV series? Yes. <laughs> and her to go out with the horse? No. Okay, Mr. Ed is on his way. Anyway. Oh, in the series. Spoiler alert, but there's a person from Daxon on it. person from Daxon? A Daxonite. I don't know what that means. It's the sister planet to Krypton, but they're enemies. Okay, did not know that. See, all these things. I'm going to have to watch this. You have... A fiver per DVD. (laughs) You bought the second series with your own money. Yes. Third series is quite expensive. Yes. What are you going to do? Is it on Netflix? I don't think so. Is it on anything? Probably, but we don't have it. We we will look it up and we will try and get you it. Google it. Google it, but it should come down in price. Thank you very much, Charlotte. It's good to see you enjoying it so much and good to see you finally learning how to not binge watch everything in one day. I watch one a week. One a week? Wow, that's quite... Sunday morning is super ground morning. (laughs) Okay. Okay, thank you very much, Charlotte. You're very welcome. We've had Star Trek, we have had Supergirl, and now Catherine, what are you bringing us with us? Scooby-Doo! Scooby-Doo. You are like me, you've been obsessed with Scooby-Doo since you were a youngster. I was as well. Can you give us five interesting facts? I'm sure everybody out there knows who Scooby-Doo is. I have more dog! The the mystery-solving pet. I have nine. Nine things. Let's let's whiz through them. So, the guy who played Fred, Frank Welker, had played for almost 50 years. Wow. It's wow. a long time. He's been pretty old. Okay. Yeah, I think he died oh. recently. Oh. Somebody connected to... No, it was one, It was the person who played Daphne. Velma. Daphne. Daphne, Daphne Velma died recently. Daphne's yeah. dead! No, the person who... <laughs> anyway, go on. Scooby-Doo holds the record for the most episodes of a cardi- cartoon, of a cartoon comedy series. Right, including um, The Simpsons. I'm not too sure about that, but we'll go with that. Twelve versions of the show have been produced. That's true. Can you name them all? 
How many can you name? What's new Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo show. Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. But those are the three oh, that I like. Yeah, that you've watched. The pup named Scooby Doo, the Scooby and Scrappy Show. The, those, the three I named were, only the, were the only ones I remembered when I was alive. Did you like Scrappy Doo? Oh, yeah! Yeah. Tiny one. I, I hate that. Anyway, next. Scooby's full name is Scoobert Doo. <laughs> Scoobert. We call Scooby Scooby sometimes as well! Our dog is called Scooby, just in case you are wondering. The whole, like. People, the group of people, Gang. Yeah. yeah, that thing, has gone against 392 different villains. Wow. wow. Any of them actually ghosts? I think so. Right, I thought they were all just the caretaker and all. The sco- <laughs> the co- you can call them a Scooby da- Gang or Mystery Incorporated. Um, But there was this one, and wasn't it the Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated or something? Because Charlotte watched it as well. It was... It's like crybaby clan or something, but they did, I, I don't think they actually did a program where they where, where they found out find out who he was. The same man, Don Messick, did the voice for Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo, and even Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby is forever seven years old, which is the age of Scooby. Oh, Our is. dog is seven years old, so Scooby is always seven. <laughs> I didn't know that either. He's even quite, the- he's actually quite old. Yeah. He's an old man with a beard. Do you know what a grey ty- beard. Do you know what type of dog he is? He's a great dame, but it said that they wanted to make him like more floppy or something. Yeah. Okay. Scoop this is the last one. Scooby Doo was the first Saturday morning cartoon to feature a laugh track. Oh yes, because it has Isn't that-, that the one that where like the audience goes like ha 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 Yes. Should we should we have a laugh track in our podcast? Yeah, yeah. this should this should be it. That no, is so should, sad. We should make our own. Right. Laugh Three. track's quite controversial. Three, two, one. <laughs> right, right. That, that's a sheep and somebody vomiting. Laughter oh. tracks are quite controversial over here. We don't generally have them. Stop it's usually Tom programs that are made in front of a live studio audience. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. But they're not from here. I know. Well, both programs are from what? here. What? No, uh, TV programs. The TV show MASH, which has got a podcast from the Fire uh, Water Network, when it came over here, the BBC decided not to have the laughter track. And it's really odd watching MASH on some channels where the laughter track is there because it feels so odd and so fake. Is there a time where you think you will outgrow Scooby-Doo? No. Yeah. Like, I don't watch anymore, but I still know about it. I have to say that Scooby helped me through when I was a child because I was a very nervous child who I thought being a coward was something really, Tired. really bad. Right, And it was watching Scooby-Doo that made me realise that really, you can only be brave if you're scared. If you're not scared of something, then how can you be brave? So if you do something when you're scared, you are brave. Even if somebody else isn't scared about it, they're not the brave one, you are you're, for doing the same thing. Because you have to be scared to be brave to face it. Yes. Wait, because if you're not scared, then you're not being brave. Because you, because if you're scared and then you do something brave, then that may like being brave is is being scared, but like doing it. I'm gonna have to draw a map for that Pre- one. Anyway, I, see, I, see, I, there's a moral to the end of this one, folks. You you stuck to the end, and and you were rewarded with a wee piece of morality. Anyway, with wisdom. Wisdom with wisdom. Call of wisdom. Mark's wisdom. Maybe that should be a new no, podcast. No, Catherine's wisdom. Charlotte. That'd be a short podcast. Wait, m- 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 quiz- 
This has been Mark Smith's podcast brought to you by the letter S of Geekery. And we have covered Star Trek. Supergirl. Scooby-Doo-Doo. All characters are property of their owners and not us. You can contact us. And thank you for those that have about the last podcast, the Christmas one. You can contact us by email at mymarksmith at gmail.com. On Twitter. At marksmithpodcast.t. On our webpage at marksmithpodcast.blogspot.com. And on our Facebook. Podcast. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. Next time in an all new episode of Mark's Mess Podcast, we come to you with the letter T! No thanks. <laughs> we, the letter T, the 20th letter of the alphabet. And oh, 20 starts with T as well! Yeah, that's oh. good. So does Twit. Um, <laughs> Not describing yourself. <laughs> what are we going to cover next time? Twentieth century. Twentieth century Fox. The whole movie studio. <laughs> no. Top. Top. Twenty thousand leagues. Top ten. Twenty first century movies. <laughs> top ten sandwiches. Top ten. Twenty first century movies. Top ten sandwiches. I, li- I like that, Charlotte. Mainly because you're not yelling in my ear like some people. Okay, uh, so thank you very much for listening. So it's goodbye from us. Bye. And we hope to see you next time.